What is the single most important thing you should be doing right now as an online retailer to prepare for the upcoming holiday retail season? This show is brought to you by 2x e-commerce. Yes, you guessed it. It's my e-commerce marketing and strategic group consultancy where I offer one-on-one coaching and advisory services geared to scaling and driving sales growth for ambitious mid-tier and funded online retailers. And here's how working with 2x e-commerce looks like. We fundamentally work in five core areas in online retail businesses. The first is acquiring new customers for your online retail businesses. Second is building a word of mouth referral marketing system. Third is improving customer retention across the board in e-commerce. The fourth is evaluating your Varakin business model and then optimizing your product market fit. And the fifth way we work is vendor and platform selection. To have a taster, why not book a one-on-one consulting session on 2xecommerce.com forward slash book hyphen me. Now back to the show. Question I have today for you is what is the single most important thing you should be doing right now in preparation for Christmas? Yes, I do know it's August. It's You should be listening to this on August the 20th, right? It is August. And yes, you should be preparing for Christmas. Some of you veterans or some of you with, with loads of experience know you should be preparing for Christmas and should have some sort of plan by September. So now in August, in the month of August, someone asked me this and I came up with an answer. It was a bit long-winded, but this is what you need to do right now. You need to work on a thorough analysis on your performance of last year's holiday. Okay? It sounds simple but it could make significant amounts of difference as to how successful this coming holiday season will be. I mean, really hugely significant. And yes, it's very kind of simple to say, okay, yes, well, I, I need to, to, to make an, you know, carry out some analysis. Some of you actually would have carried out some sort of analysis in in the month of February. Well, what you need to do is get those folders out, dust them off and start to analyze your performance from last holiday. Okay. There are a number of areas you need to sort of dig into, dig really deep into. I'd say there are about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven core areas, seven core areas. And I'm going to list them out and I'm going to go deeper into each and each, each one of them. Now, one area is stock control and management. The other area is traffic. The third area, uh, metrics and performance around marketing and PR. The fourth is your marketplace's performance. If you or a multi-channel retailer. 
the fifties, your website sales, discounts and offers, how, how did sales in general in comparison with discounts and offers actually perform? Next is fulfillment. What are the metrics you're looking at in, in fulfillment um, over the holiday period? And the final and seventh one, this is seventh is your, are your financials, right? So I'm going to go through every one of them and hopefully you will, you know, it, it, it give you sort of a bandwidth to work within to figure out what metrics to look at and what metrics to improve because you can't really measure or you can't really improve what you can't measure. Now, um, let's just try and define the holiday period. So holiday periods really, from my perspective, are be Black Friday after Thanksgiving in America, which seems to be making its strides in the UK. Cyber Monday, I think the Monday after, and pre-Christmas sales. Right. Um, some people also have Boxing Day sales in the UK, really big. So this is all inclusive of these four areas, right? Now, let's start off with um, stock control and management. So what kind of questions or should you be looking at? Um, and um, what kind of metrics should you look at from last, year's, from last year's figures? First thing in stock control and management is, did we run out of stock for certain products too quickly? Right. So I can imagine if you have several hundred SKUs and you sold out a particular product too quickly. And not only that, it was too late to reorder from your suppliers. Okay. You need to, to figure out what those products are, see if they're, they were kind of like 2015-ish, you know, in, in a sense where they were more embellic of the time and or see if there were more evergreen stuff. And if there were evergreen stuff, you 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 need to sort of, you know, not make that mistake happen because you would have sold a lot more. The other metrics you need to look at from a stock control and stock management standpoint is, you know, what products should we have sold more, but could no longer source? You, know, you, you could have sold more, but you could no longer source. Okay, it, it ties into to the first point. Third is, was stock visibility to shoppers in real time? So when shoppers were on your website, did they actually have that visibility in a stock? But, you know, if, if they did see something was in stock and then they made an order and it wasn't actually in stock, in reality in stock, then that needs to be fixed. So was stock visibility to shoppers in real time? And was it accurate? You know, how, how accurate was it? You know, if it wasn't accurate, go back and fix it, okay? And make sure 2016, there's real-time visibility of stock. The final question with regards to stock control and management is how did our stock systems cope with online transactions at peak periods? Again, this ties into the last two points with how accurate, you know, in real-time and real-time was the visibility of stock to shoppers were they let down if they were let down you need to fix stuff okay you need to fix your stock control and management system okay now the next point is or the next area um, of metrics you want to start to look at is traffic um first question you want to ask yourself around traffic is what were peak traffic times and the referral sources 
Okay. You obviously want to have an assessment of those periods, those periods, those dates, those times going to your analytics or your web analytics platform, whether it's GA, whatever it is. If it's Google Analytics, go into your Google Analytics and check what the peak periods were, what dates, what you know, what dates in relation to to the actual holiday, you know, days, and try and get those peak times right, and you know, put a marker on there. Now, the second question you need to ask is: Did our servers and the websites actually cope with these traffic spikes? Very, very important. If your servers and websites didn't cope with these spikes, then you know um, you don't want that issue to repeat itself again. So you know, double check that and see if if it needs addressing. Okay. Now, the third question you you want to ask around traffic is: What were conversion rates by channel? So not just general conversion rates, but you want to look over that holiday period. What channels actually generated? conversions, you know, good conversions, high conversions or low conversions. You you want to sort of look at the best performing channels by conversion, you know, by sales, ultimately sales conversions over the holiday period. So um that could easily inform your marketing as to what you need to hone in this holiday. Okay. What you need to improve, problem areas, expectations where you perhaps put a lot of money expecting a return on investment, but you didn't um, due to the low conversion rates. You want to check all that out, right, from a traffic standpoint. Now, another question you want to ask over traffic is, which channels generated the highest conversions? Obviously, that ties into the previous question you, I, just, I just made. And the last is, you want to actually compare these metrics, these are your traffic metrics, the year before, if you have data on that, okay? And see if there were improvements over last Christmas as compared to the Christmas before, or there was actually a dip. So this can help you sort of make forward projections. Okay. All right. The third area, obviously, is um, marketing and PR. And the kind of questions you want to ask over marketing and PR is, did the products we prepped for PR coverage get adequate coverage prior to the holidays? So I'd like to think, okay, so let's just um, hypothetically think that, let's hypothetically Say you were um, selling running gear, you know, um, you're selling um, lots of running shoes and, you know, the accessories to go with it. And you were trying to get press over the holidays for in numerous, um, you know, publications on, you know, the best gears, the best Christmas gifts for runners. You know, that was your theme and all that kind of stuff. By the way, most most publications are accepting PR PR pitches for Christmas right now in August, by the way. August and September. So you want to, to, to look at the, the, the products you prepped up and the products actually got coverage from a PR standpoint. Now, you also want to list the publications that secured coverage last month. And you not only want to do that, you want to look at the journalist who talked about it. Get that list. Make sure you keep that list. You know what to do after once you get that list because those are the low hanging fruits. If they covered you last year, they're more likely going to cover you this year. Repeat the above for not just for basically for bloggers, you know, for blogs and bloggers. Um, so if you're looking to, to get blog coverage, you know, which blogs actually covered you last holiday season, who are the bloggers and try and, you know, put this list together. 
to make it your seed list for PR outreach for, for PR outreach or you know yeah for your PR outreach going forward for, for for 2016. Next, you want to also look at your from a marketing standpoint, you know what your PPC budget was. It could be your PPC for AdWords, PPC for Facebook, basically PPC for social media in general, and it could be display PPC, and remarketing PPC all that you need to look at your your spend last year and ask yourself was it sufficient you also need to look at it from an ROI standpoint did it return especially when you look at your net margins and your gross margins did it actually return yes it acquired you might not also look at it from a first first interaction acquisition standpoint you want to probably look at it from a customer lifetime value standpoint but you really want to look at um if your PPC budget over the holiday last holidays was actually sufficient or not and if it wasn't then you probably need to start to think about how to readjust it for 2016. Finally the final thing you want to look at around your your marketing and PR is the keywords and channels that converted particularly well both from paid acquisition and organic. I know organic is a bit more difficult to track, but you want to look at all the keywords, you want to look at all the display ads, you want to look at what really converted, what really worked well from from an acquisition standpoint, you know, what channels, you want to sort of take notes on that so you could start to, you know, see how you could improve on your performance from last year. Also take, you know, take note of channels and keywords you expected to perform really well, but didn't really, you know, um, make, didn't really, you know, come up to speed with what you with your expectations and see if it was um it was wishful thinking from your end or um certain things weren't actually optimized in the campaigns okay now the next area you want to look at is marketplaces so if you're a multi-channel um, retailer in the sense that you sell not only through your website but you sell through other platforms such as amazon such as ebay and other you know niche or niche marketplaces you want to look into your performance across the board in marketplaces and here's how it goes now if you so what you want to be looking at in your marketplaces is what sales were like on each marketplace so how did ebay compare to to amazon and how how, how did that compare to etsy or whatever marketplace you, you operate in what product ranges did particularly well per platform what about customer reviews and feedback over you know orders in, in the holidays did was it particularly you need to aggregate it and look if it was you know, skewed towards a, a more positive or, or negative and address the negative and see the positives and try and improve on the positives was inventory sufficient for each marketplace you operate in you need to check that out and you know fix it or look at areas in which you could weak areas and, and strong areas and see how they could be further improved what products sold out too quickly on each marketplace you, you need to to find that out what are the best best performing offers you you may have had you know um special offers in in certain in, in certain platforms on certain platforms and you you want to sort of you know look into what special offers actually worked on each platform finally where if if you're into international you know international e-commerce or international commerce and on marketplaces you want to look 
at areas where international, you know, if there were any international orders um, from marketplaces over the holidays and if they performed well, you need to look at the performance there. Okay, let's move into website sales discounts and offers. I think you need to really look into what products sold too quickly from a website sales standpoint. And did your Christmas or your Cyber Monday landing page convert as expected? I would like to think you you did have a Christmas landing page or a Cyber Monday landing page, which should still be present at the moment just to keep that SEO value over time. Do not obviously delete these pages. You never delete your seasonal pages. You just don't bring them to the fore. Did they convert? You know, and a lot of people, a lot of retailers actually split test or, you know, change their um, Christmas or whatever, their, their Cyber Monday or especially vent um, landing pages very often, especially over Christmas. So which of those landing pages actually converted or performed better? You need to, to look into that. Another thing you want to look at from a website sales and discount offer standpoint is which categories of products sold particularly well, right? This is almost an alternate to the products that sold too quickly. You know, which of your products actually sold terrifically well? And then finally, what were your best performing holiday offers? If you did a bog off, which is a buy one, get off, get one free, or you gave discount over, you know, some percentage or free shipping, you need to, you know, figure out what actually worked last year and understand it. So that could be used in your execution for this year. Next, or the penultimate, or the sixth section is fulfillment, you know, the area of fulfillment. These are certain questions you need to ask from a fulfillment analysis standpoint. Did we get shipping cutoff dates right? Okay. If you didn't, <laughs> you need to look at the percentage of your cutoff dates, that percentage of your orders that didn't meet the cutoff dates that, that actually failed. And, you know, just keep that figure, right? How many customers did, you know, get, did, didn't get their orders on time? You know, if customers didn't get their orders on time, that's really annoying for customers. And you, you need to address exactly that. So um, understand that, you know, get those numbers. You know, what dates did your, did our logistics partner need us to commit shipping volume? So, you know, all the time your logistics partners would say, okay, we expect you to, commit to say 50,000 orders, right? And if you don't commit to those, you know, they, they wouldn't commit, you know, to, to actually helping you over the holiday. So, you know, what dates were their cutoffs? By now they might actually have, you know, given you some indication of um, the cutoff dates anyway, but, you know, you need to sort of, you know, start to think forward and understand, you know, what the dates are. How did your fulfillment partners actually perform? You need to think about that. You need to, to ask, you know, did they did they deliver, you know, what was the deliver, de deliverability rate, you know, um, and how many of our customers are actually happy off the back of, you know, receiving what they expected. So you need to, to, to carry as an assessment of your fulfillment, you know, partners from last year and see if they delivered. Another question you want to ask over fulfillment is what's the most important shipping option chosen by shoppers? You know, where shoppers, obviously during holidays, they kind of like want their, their stuff almost immediately, but you know, was it next day? Was it two days delivery? Or were they patient enough to take five days, you know, delivery? So you need to actually look at the most common shipping option and try and optimize it in a way to nudge conversions in a way. 
you know, think about that. Look at the figures, see what's worked, you know, in the past and last year and see how that could be further optimized to improving conversions in this year. Okay. Now, um, another question in fulfillment is, did we get shipping cutoff dates right with for international shoppers? So if you're, you, you know, you're into cross-border e-commerce, you, you really want to check those cutoff dates with the international shoppers and see if they got, because there are many things outside of your control with international shoppers. So you may want to, you know, figure out, you know, if the dates, the cutoff dates were actually right off the back of that, or, you know, if certain markets you can't actually, you know, promise, but look into your international, you know, orders and see if there are any, you know, alarm bells which could be tuned, fine-tuned for, for this year. Um, final question you want to ask over fulfillment is what are what were our you know fulfillment and shipping costs like? You know, how much did they actually cost us? And you know, if you get a good idea, say it costs you hundred grand, hundred thousand dollars, hundred thousand pounds, and your business is growing by about twenty five, thirty, maybe fifty percent, you know, per, per annum. And, you know, that could give you a good indicator of how much it's going to cost. Because at the end of the day, because we're going to move into financials, it's all about the margins. And, you know, you need to also negotiate the right prices with your logistics partners. So, you know, understanding how much shipping and fulfillment actually costs is quite important. Okay, now let's move into the final section, which is your financials. What you really want to do with regards to financials is think through cost sales margins. And the final thing you want to do is do ratios. And I'm going to you know, talk through everything. Let's start out with cost. The first question you want to ask is what were our cost of goods? Right, cost of goods sold, supply chain cost, shipping cost, cost of additional warehouse and staff, marketing, pay-per-click. You need to get everything down to the nitty-gritty from a cost standpoint. It was an expensive endeavor. You need to find out what was li- where you were licking money. You need to find out. You really need to get into detail on all the cost from last year. Break everything down. And now is a good time to actually start to look at the cost because, you know, come September, activities are going to start again and it's going to be tougher over september to get on top of this figure so in august you want to start looking at your cost the next thing you want to look at are your sales obviously which is easier (laughs) but rather than just look at your sales look at your sales by channel you know now channel to referrals to your website whether it was organic or it was you know paid what what channels actually generated all you know your, your sales whether it was marketplaces, you want to look at that. You want to look at phone orders. You want to look at store orders. If you're a multi-channel retailer, you know, has actual, if you're bricks and mortar and um, e-tailer, you want to look at that. You want to look at your sales across board and just get deep, as deep as possible from a, from a referral standpoint. So you get a clear picture of how you did last year. Next are your margins. What are gross and you know net margins? Now that you know the cost of sales, you know your your, your sales. You, you can easily get your gross margins. You then get into your net margins, and you need to get a full understanding of what your your margins were over the holiday period. And I'm talking like November, December, right? Um. Finally, what you want to do is look at. The, I like this ratio. I don't know. I don't know if you know. I, I don't have a name for the ratio, but this ratio is quite important. And the ratio is pretty much what were your sales 
over your holiday period, that is November and December in comparison to the rest of the year. For some businesses, I've seen 60% of sales actually occur in November and December as compared to the rest of the year. And if you're able to, so if come October, you kind of have an indication of where sales are from January to October. And you could easily make projections for December. And if you do certain things right better than last year, you could actually change that balance, you know, and get actually more sales this year as compared to last year. So get that ratio right. You know, you, you need to understand how much you make in in November and December as compared to the rest of the year. I think with these questions, which I'm going to share in the show notes, you should be armed properly, properly armed for Christmas this year. Finally, just remember about PR. Right now, a lot of consumer magazines are accepting their their product features right now. So be sure to, to get your holiday PR. This is Kune Campbell, 2X e-commerce. I hope you enjoy the show if you've listened to it up to here. And yeah, you drop me a message up on, on Twitter. You just done um, my handle is Kune T Campbell. Or just use the hashtag 2X e-commerce. Just use the hashtag 2X e-commerce. Ask me anything, ask me any questions. And I thought your questions could be the theme of an entire, you know, solo show like this one. For now, I'll just sign out. Have a good one. Thanks for, um, you know, being a a fantastic 2Xer and listening up to this point. Cheers and see you in the next show. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of 2X e-commerce. To help you get more actionable insights and e-commerce growth hacks that will help you 2X your online retail business, hop over to 2xecommerce.com. It's a blog dedicated to e-commerce and multi-channel marketing run by the show's host, Kunle Campbell. 2xecommerce.com is packed full of articles and guides to help increase traffic to your store, increase repeat purchases, and average order value. Thanks for listening. Visit 2xecommerce.com.